a musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. Well, 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 hello, everybody. Welcome to a very warm November day here in Nashville, Tennessee. This is Jamie Rodriguez, your host. This is in every episode of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast, and that's where you are finding yourself. Thanks for tuning in. And well, last weekend, last week, it was all about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but now we are back in Nashville for country music's biggest night, ladies and gentlemen. The CMA Awards, the 57th CMA Awards, which will take place tomorrow, Wednesday, November 8th at 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern, 7 Central, and they're going to be broadcasted on ABC and the next day on Hulu, guys. And uh, today we start the coverage with a very special press conference featuring Luke Bryant and Peyton Manning, um, which is what was a great delight. The press conference happened today. Uh, they gave us, uh, the, you know, the press about 30 minutes, 40 minutes of the time. Lots of great, um, lots of great topics were discussed. So I'll let you guys listen in because, you know, what better than that? So, um, but definitely wanted to say thank you. A heartfelt thank you to Julianne Jacobs and Catherine McNally for having us, inviting J-Rod Concerts Media over. And well, we hope you tune in. It's going to be a fantastic show. So let's go straight to the press conference. Also glad we're here with us are our dynamic duo of Peyton, Peyton Manning and Luke Bryan. Will you guys please come out and join us? We were being chatty. Uh, <laughs> howdy, howdy. These two can be chatty, as we know. <laughs> we were organizing some golf. Schedules. So uh, uh, you guys did such a great job last year that we decided to have you back. So, well, you know, and as you saw in the promos, Peyton got the call. So uh, what can we expect from the two of you? Ooh, well, um, I think this year, having a year behind us, we, uh, I feel like we've been a little more, you know, chilled out, pragmatic, calmed down. Um, we did a we did a Zoom yesterday. I had it all planned out. I had to uh, I had it worked out perfectly. I had called my my son's school. Uh, we had a three thirty Zoom script read. Called the school. Uh, got the uh, theater center. Had an office there ready for the Wi Fi. Logged in and because um, I could leave directly from the Zoom and watch my son play soccer and the school's Wi-Fi went down. So Peyton uh, gave me some grace and let me run a little late, right? You didn't beat me up too bad for that. But uh, but with us, we're just comfortable now. Like I know how he rolls. He kind of, I guess our timing, we know a little bit better about our comedic timing and how that's gonna roll. Yeah, uh, obviously I'm honored to be back. Uh, it was a lot of fun for me last year. You know, I'm kind of the outsider here. The music was so great and, and seeing uh, all the winners last year, the looks on their faces, as, as Luke uh, and I kind of discussed last year. This is a life-changing 
moment for, for so many of these artists, and so I can appreciate that, and I'm looking forward to seeing some of those other life-changing moments uh, tomorrow night, but uh, got a great lineup of artists performing, and uh, I just hope Luke and I get off to a better start. You know, we had all these rehearsals last year, and we, we walked out, and I thought we were supposed to stand at this spot, Luke thought it was this spot, I think we kind of just split Literally, down the middle, right? The first move, there's, there's a star here, and a star there, and we get to the first star, and we look at each other, we're like, we're like, just split the difference, they'll focus the cameras, but, uh, and what I loved about Peyton being here last year is when, when somebody would win, you know, and everybody would, Peyton be like, is that the right one? <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, they, it was time. It was it was their moment, and uh, they're the right choice. So now, uh, I have to warn you that we have a new set this year. Okay. And a lot of new places for you to stand. So you yeah, got to get well, those stars right when you have your walkthrough. The yeah, we we got you here, Peyton. Now uh, now you know the new challenges. Right. So, can't, so before we turn it over to their questions, is there something that you're looking forward to the most tomorrow night? Me or Peyton? I'll start with Peyton. Yeah, uh, I know you already have an answer. <laughs> I, um, I'm looking forward to the whole evening. Uh, one of my favorite parts, I actually just got to go uh, uh, watch uh, a couple of the artists perform uh, in these rehearsals. I love today, even tomorrow, hearing every artist perform. Uh, uh, I try to sneak out from kind of the things Luke and I are supposed to be doing and, and go watch Chris Stapleton sing. But um, I think the uh, Jimmy Buffett tribute tomorrow will be special. Uh, I remember the Loretta Lynn tribute last year. That was outstanding. And uh, talked to my buddy Kenny, uh, who's a very fitting uh, uh, person to have perform uh, part of the Jimmy Buffett tribute. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing that for sure. How you, Yeah, I'm always excited about the surprise moments, the surprise performances. I mean, seeing, um, you know, Post Malone and, and uh, Morgan, and uh, is it Ernest or Hardy? Hardy, but we haven't said what song they're performing. Right, to see Hardy, for them to be on stage together, um, it's fun stuff that it's it's going to be great to see what oh well they're doing the Joe Diffie tribute tribute, but uh, it's going to be did I did I just spill the beans on that? Yes. <laughs> see how it works. See how that works, Peyton. Uh, so before I give it over to Kelly, so we can get to their question, <laughs> uh, tell me about. Y'all help us out and don't 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 mess us up on that. But. Uh, do you get more nervous about performing or hosting? Um, I think um, I probably get a little more moment, a little more nervous about performing still, because you still want that to be. Um, now I got this guy to kind of bail me out, um, but you always really want to do a great performance. That's always very, very important to, to put your best foot out there and sing really well. If you go up there and sing bad, you know, it's uh, it kind of, it's kind of like a, a four interception day, yeah. you know, so. Those aren't fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sarah, about the. Quite all right, Luke. All right, we'll all right we're gonna, Luke, Peyton, we're gonna get started with some questions with, from the audience. Can we start with the front in the orange, please? Yeah, and Franklin will bring you a microphone. Hi, I'm Carson with Silverfish Media. Uh, you guys touched about opening last year and how it was a little bit rough in Peyton because you are such a student of game day footage. I know, it's wearing an 18 shirt. But I wanna know, did you go back and watch last year's? Have you watched other years in getting ready for this second go round? 
I came several years ago uh, when Brad and Carrie uh, hosted and did a little bit with them and got to meet Robert uh, uh, during that time and I presented an award to uh, Kenny Chesky that night. So I had a little bit of an idea um, as to how it worked and then of course I watched it uh, every year uh, you know, throughout the years. But uh, last year um, I was certainly, uh, certainly nervous because like I said I was new and just kind of wanted to do my part and also kind of stay out of the way and give these artists, you know, their platform. So certainly feel more comfortable uh, this year. Uh, like Luke said, I think we kind of have the routine. Uh, I watched uh, kind of bits and pieces of the show last year, obviously uh, seeing uh, Zeb Ross and just seeing the look uh, of disgust on Luke's face uh, as he had to endure Rocky Top. That was probably <laughs> one of the highlights for me uh, last year. So uh, hopefully we have some other moments like that. Uh, uh, tomorrow night, but uh, it really is uh, just a, a really cool evening. Uh, my family's coming back. I have friends uh, coming back, and uh, I'm really pumped to be back. Great. We have another question here right in the front in the black. Hi, Larry from Fox. First question for Luke. Luke, congratulations. 30 number one hits. Crazy. Is there a moment that you realize that, you've, that you made it, looking back on your career? Um, I tell you what, I mean, it was a really defining moment in my career for a couple of years. I had always um, been working singles and wanted uh, like radio to add my single to have a big ad day. When you roll out a song, if you had 10 ads, not that good, 20 ads, you know, okay for a new artist. And I had always, my first four, five, six singles, I had always um, had pretty good first weeks as an artist. But when um, Country Girl Shake It For Me came out, I think I had 45 ads that week. And after all the work to get to that point, I, I remember sitting in the floor, my wife and I, and we were just like crying about it. It was a big day and it felt like um, radio and the, and the and everything was starting to really work and then from country girl shake it to me country girl shake it for me we went to I don't want this night to end and that went crazy and I'd always told myself if you could like put three big big songs in a row together things would really start happening and then when we did drunk on you that was so that little error right there was kind of like the moment all I ever wanted to was to know that I could do this for the rest of my life. And you never know that until you really feel that. But when I had that moment happen, I was like, I think I'm gonna do this the rest of my life. There's, I, I don't have to move back to Georgia and work at my dad's peanut mill. But, um, but to get to 30, um, you, you, can't, you can't predict that. You can't, you can only work to get to kind of little goals and stuff. But to get to 30 is certainly um, far beyond uh, what I expected of myself. But I'm playing, but it, it's a big deal. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Do we have another question here in the second row? Hi there. I'm Becca with Broadway and Friends and American Truth <clears throat> I'm curious. I spoke to Darius Rucker. And he said, Peyton, that you are stupid funny. And Luke, you are Luke. That's what he said. But I'm curious, um, I know you all have help with writers and jokes, but how much do you contribute to the comedy? And 
who is the one that kind of draws the line when it comes to jabs and picking on people and where you don't want to go? Well, I think Luke and I certainly both have thick skin, and the, the more that um, the joke can be on us, we are for it, right? <laughs> I, I think both of us believe in self-deprecating humor, and as you can see uh, right here in front of you, don't take ourselves too seriously, but uh, but it's supposed to be a celebration and uh, not here to uh, uh, make anybody mad or disappoint uh, anybody. So like I said, I think I feel like you and I are getting sort of the majority of the punchlines on us uh, right. tomorrow. Uh, but um, I, I do think the one thing that's great about Robert is that he kind of says, how would you say that line? Yeah. And Luke's would say, well, I'd say y'all before that, right? And I, you know, I might say, um, well, uh, let me think of, you know, it just, uh, I think he allows us to kind of use our words and it makes us feel more comfortable like we are up there just kind of having a conversation, uh, which I think is good. And we also have the ability to say, no, that's not, that, that doesn't really make me feel comfortable. That's not that funny. Let's not say that. So we have the ability to sort of audible out of some jokes, right? Yeah, I think what's, you know, Peyton's got things he's probably a little tired of going there and talking about, and I do too. And if we, if we keep turning back the clock and talking about stuff we've talked about our whole careers when we've been in, on big audiences, that's not getting us anywhere. So if we can always kind of be a little more creative and not do the standard, you know, you know, the standard jokes that, you, you know, you would expect us to do to one another, you know, between football references, trying to toe that line and really uh, not overdo. And, and we, so we all sit there at the at the round table and, and go through them. And, and the most important thing is how would Peyton and I just say something naturally and, and uh, how does it work for, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, we want people having fun and smiling about what we're up there doing. I think the one thing that uh, a few people told me last year, boy, it looks like y'all were having a lot of fun up there. And I think if people think we're having fun, hopefully they'll have fun. And I can promise you, it didn't look like we were having fun. We were having fun. <laughs> and I think that'll be the case again tomorrow night. Second row, question over there in the purple and pink. Luke, I wanted to ask, you're in a really unique position as you know what it's like to be nominated and to win for Entertainer of the Year. Can you kind of talk about what the five nominees are going through today and tomorrow as the award show approaches? Well, I think um, anytime, this time, of the, this time of the year kind of um, bookends an amazing year in your career, you know, um, I think You've, you've gone out there, you did the rehearsals in January, February, March, you went out on tour for the summers and you, you did all the work, you, you went in the studio, you cut the songs, you, you went out there, promoted the songs, promoted the albums, promoted the tour. And so it's just a, a fun, I remember being in that spot. The, the coolest thing for me was uh, um, growing up watching my heroes that are typically your entertainer of the year um, nominees get the front row. And when I started having a seat on the front row and, and you're up there with, you know, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill and Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman and you're sitting there and I just remember being like, 
what the hell's going on? This is, I made it, you know, I'm, my first year at the CMAs, I think I was sitting behind a television camera, like looking around some camera guy's butt the whole day, a whole night, but that was, I was just glad to be in the room. So I think these nominees are just, you know, everybody will be like, ah, you know, it's, but winning, winning is, is pretty special to be, and it's because it's your peers, it's the, it's the industry that really votes you in there and um, to win. So I just remember those days for me were pretty, um, pretty stressful and hectic and, and, and certainly when you win one, uh, the after parties are pretty fun. But I just always remember being humbled and honored to be um, in those positions to have nominations or multiple nominations and, um, and, and, and heck, I, I wake up year after year trying to write and continue to get nominations and move the needle in my career and try to be creative to continue, um, even with last year with Buy Dirt and Jordan and I being a part of that, it was a, it's a big deal for me. I think um, big deal for him to watch him win. So um, th these artists work hard and, and they, they, they get fired up when they get the nominations. And what's cool is their teams do too. And I remember my bus drivers and my truck drivers just, you know, they're, they're out somewhere in Mount Juliet, you know, flipping burgers and cooking steaks, watching their boss win. And it's, it's all about them too. So that, that's something that's fun too, how it trickles to everybody. Uh, question here in the third row in the black. Crystal with Country Line TV. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the importance or significance of blending country with other genres by having presenters like Paula Abdul this year. Well, I think, um, let me get this one right. Um, I think music as a whole is integrating even more. And I think um, people, yeah, I think for years, I think maybe country music was kind of, it's a little satellite island out there. And now people have woke up and seen just how, I mean, when you look at streaming numbers and when you look at the numbers that um, Morgan and, and Luke Combs are doing and they're, they're defining, uh, you know, they're, they're outpacing all forms of music. And so, yeah, I mean, country has done that before. It continues to do that. So when you have artists from all genres want to come in and be a part and do um, collabs, I mean, I think I have a whole, I mean, I could talk for, I could do a podcast about my thoughts on collabs, but I think they, I think fans and music fans love seeing, love seeing them. They love seeing what's created by these collabs. I think the collabs, um, they bring cultures together. They bring, um, they bring people that would never, so I think it's all great for music and I think it, it validates country's um, spot in all music. And um, um, I have a collab out there right now with uh, John, I'm just playing, but uh, with John Party though, let me get it in there. But, uh, but you know, I think collabs are fun and the song has to work with the collab and, and certainly, you know, um, 
anybody like a Paula Abdul. I mean, she's she sat in the chair at American Idol watching country singers for years. So she obviously understands the importance of country music too. Uh, I think we have time for maybe two more. Front row in the white. Peyton, you've talked a lot about loving to come and see artists and knowing artists, but why country? You've been around everything in your life. What makes this genre special and what brings you back? Well, uh, growing up in New Orleans, uh, obviously it's a great city for music, for live music, and, and probably wasn't necessarily a, a huge country fan uh, growing up in New Orleans because I just wasn't uh, exposed to it as much. But when you spend four years in college uh, in Knoxville, uh, uh, country music is, uh, is right in front of you. And I just jumped right in uh, and embraced it. Uh, got to meet uh, um, a number of the artists during that time, started going to concerts and you know, mentioned Kenny earlier. Kenny, I, I met Kenny on the sidelines uh, at a Tennessee game, and uh, he and I got to be good friends and uh, saw him perform several times. Uh, he performed at my wedding, uh, which was a great honor, and, uh, and that's just been the coolest part for me is getting to know these artists uh, as friends as well, not just as entertainers. Um, and uh, I've tried to, uh, you know, continue to get to know them and, and spend some time with them, like Luke said, you know, playing golf, and, uh, and I've just, I've appreciated their friendships. Uh, uh, you mentioned Jordan Davis earlier, you know, Jordan, um, <clears throat> I met Jordan four years ago and he told me that we'd met before and I said, you know, I don't, I don't recall that. And he said, uh, um, I was a high school quarterback uh, from Shreveport and I came down to your high school football camp back in 2004. And I said, obviously, we coached you right into country music. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't help as much as a quarterback. But I love stories like that and I uh, went on a golf trip with Parker McCollum earlier this year and uh, he and I have stayed in touch. He's going to play this charity event for me in Indianapolis that Luke has played, uh, which means a, a great deal to me. So I love it. I love the stories. Um, I love to hear where the artists uh, have come from, whether you're just, you know, Albany, Georgia, or, you know, uh, Gibbs High School uh, outside of Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, and I love to kind of know the hard work that these artists have put in to reach their dreams. Uh, it's been um, it's been a lot of fun for me. I really do value these friendships that I've made, and I, I enjoy getting to know new ones each year. I did not get to meet Lainey Wilson last year. If you'll help I, I, introduce I us, uh, she's a Louisiana uh, uh, native, uh, which uh, I feel like I always enjoy meeting fellow Louisianans, and so I look forward to hopefully meeting her today or tomorrow as well. Great, we have time for one more. Uh, second row with the hat, G'day fellas, Mary here from Outdoor Channel. First of all, we want to uh, say a big welcome back to the network with Buck Commander starting hey. in 24. Yes. And uh, my boss actually wanted me to just ask you, is he down? But I said, no, that's, that's a bit tired too. We've got to, got to ask the fellas a new question. So obviously the CMAs is the biggest night in country music and you can thank the good Lord that it's going to be 80 degrees because following the CMAs is the biggest week in hunting. So what are your guys' plans for the right? And are you going to let Peyton hunt one of those big bucks on your farm? Oh, I love her question. Well, so, um, um, yes, I was, I'll be spending uh, deer season or the rut in the Bahamas where my wife told me we're going. Uh, we're, uh, my, my, uh, 
my wife's brother's wife is having a birthday, so we're gonna go and uh, spend some time down there. But then Peyton and I have a little little encounter, but I guess I'll kind of mess up and have a few days off of hunting for the next eight or 10 days. But then Thanksgiving week's always a big hunting week, but um, Peyton, I, Peyton, did I not invite you he to? Invites, he invites me uh, often and uh, it's hard to, hard to get between uh, Vegas and uh, Idol and uh, youth sports, right? Uh, hard yeah, to find we're, a we're out. Kind of mesh up. Our record for, and we, we do have honest, um, I think uh, we've, he's invited me on four quail hunting trips and I'm 0 for 4. And I think we just, by the time we get a little golf round in, get away from the family, we like, oh, we did, we did, we did golf. We better get on back, uh, get on back to the family and not do a hunting trip. But, but I think those, um, those moments are uh, certainly in the cards for us, for us as Peyton's uh, children get a little older. And, you know, I, I can't wait to hopefully take Marshall hunting one of these days. And in the summer where they spend their summers, I'm always getting uh, pictures of big bass that they're out there catching and stuff. So we, we have a nice little outdoor thread going on but um we gotta we gotta plan a little better on a on a good uh, hunting trip one of these days but great question so we're gonna wrap up with asking the photographers to come up we're gonna do a quick photo op with luke and peyton but i just want to thank everyone else for joining us today and we appreciate all your questions and your interest and of course look forward to seeing many of you tomorrow on the red carpet thank you thank you luke and You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.